0: I'm Kara Miber Guzman, and this is Santa Cruz Local. The city of Santa Cruz's plan to build a new library and parking garage downtown has gone astray since the new city council took office. Some people believe that the city doesn't need another downtown garage. The council has listened. The plan isn't dead, it's just on hold while the city takes another look at other concepts for the new library, but without the garage. On Tuesday, the Santa Cruz City Council created a subcommittee comprised of Council Members Sandy Brown and Donna Myers and Vice Mayor Justin Cummings. It was a unanimous vote. Over the next few months, these Council Members will investigate alternative plans, look for community feedback, and return to the Council with a recommendation. Meanwhile, the clock is ticking. In 2016, voters approved Measure S, a tax for local library construction. If the council doesn't come up with a plan for a new library within the next year, the city risks losing the $27 million provided by Measure S. Okay, so let's start with a quick recap. After Measure S passed, the city started looking into a combined library-garage project. City officials were concerned about the cost of building a new library, and the idea was that the parking revenue could help pay for the construction costs. It's a model that's been done elsewhere. In 2017, the City Council formed the Downtown Library Advisory Committee to study four possible options for spending the Measure S funds. These were the options. Number one, partially renovating the existing library at church and center streets. Number two, totally renovating the existing library. Number three, tearing down the existing library and building a completely new one on the same lot. And number four, building a new library under a parking garage with affordable housing and commercial space at Cedar and Lincoln Streets, where the farmer's market currently is. The Downtown Library Advisory Committee had 12 public meetings, three focus groups, and surveyed 2,000 people asking for feedback. The committee ended up unanimously recommending option number four, the library garage housing project for the farmer's market parking lot. Under that plan, a new permanent farmer's market would be built nearby. I spoke to Martin Gomez, a member of the Downtown Library Advisory Committee, on Tuesday night. He told me that the committee's decision wasn't easy and it took them a while to get there, but the overriding factor was money. The library garage plan was the most affordable concept that allowed for enough space for all the programs the community wanted. he says.:
1: the parking garage was not something we said, oh, let's build a library with a parking garage." Great, good idea. No, it was more uh, an issue of let's build a library that would give us the maximum space for the kinds of things that the library should be doing, and we could afford to do it. So the garage was presented as an option because in effect the Expense for building some of the basically the, the, the bones, if you will, the footprint could be done at a you know the shared expenses for building that along with other mixed uses.
0: Before he retired and moved to Santa Cruz, Gomez led several libraries. He headed the Los Angeles Public Library System, the Oakland Public Library System, and the Brooklyn Public Library in New York. He says the new subcommittee that the council formed on Tuesday will probably go through the same outreach process the Downtown Library Advisory Committee went through in 2017.
1: They may end up at the same place, but one of the things I've learned in my experience in this is that, you know, a lot of it depends on who comes to those hearings or those presentations that can influence the outcome one way or another. And sometimes, I'm not saying this is necessarily the case, Sometimes people have an agenda, so they may be looking for a reason to uh, justify their agenda or justify the decision. For us, I'd like to think with the DLAC, we were all very professional in our approach. Nobody really had an agenda.
0: Opponents to the library garage plan say that the city needs to start treating climate change like the emergency that it is. Building a new parking garage only encourages people to drive more, they say. But the plan's supporters say the garage addresses a need for more downtown parking, besides helping pay for the library's construction. The garage could also allow more development of affordable housing downtown, they say. Let's dig into that last point. All housing projects in Santa Cruz are required to include parking. In Santa Cruz, the requirement is typically one space per bedroom, but in downtown, it's slightly less. That parking requirement has been known to kill projects because parking is expensive to build. But developers have another option, off-site parking. Part of the thinking behind the library garage plan is that it would create a shared parking program that developers could put some money into and fulfill some of their parking requirements. On Tuesday, I called Sibley Simon, president of New Way Homes. New Way Homes is a Santa Cruz-based nonprofit fund for affordable housing. He's trying to make it pencil out for developers to build affordable housing. He says a parking garage could make it easier for developers to build affordable housing on some of the parking lots downtown. So that I believe is all accurate on one side of the argument. Here's
1: what's accurate on the other, other side of the argument. You know who has complete authority over setting those, what those parking requirements are?
0: The city. So, to put it another way, the state sets maximum parking requirements, but it's the city that sets the minimum parking requirements. The city is the limiting factor for easing parking requirements for developers. I asked City of Santa Cruz Planning Director Lee Butler why the city can't ease parking requirements for developers. So, the city can set uh, the parking requirements, um, and we have to balance that with, with a variety of different factors. One, um, Residents, some of them are going to have vehicles. Not all of them, but some of them are going to have vehicles. And also in a vibrant downtown, we need places for people to park. Financing housing projects is a delicate task. Developers aren't going to build affordable housing if it doesn't pencil out. They have to get a return to pay back their investors, says Robert Singleton, executive director of the Santa Cruz County Business Council and a city of Santa Cruz planning commissioner.
1: You plan in that strict financing state where you need to get a return on investment you need to satisfy oftentimes multiple lenders at different interest rates different conditions right you build in a lot of contingency and you plan for the worst and one of the biggest barriers that just adds just costs dollars onto every single unit um is the cost of providing parking
0: Singleton said as much as he'd like to see the city waive its minimum parking requirements, he doesn't think it's realistic to expect that. People are going to drive downtown, regardless of what the city council does. And when they can't find a parking space, they complain. The city tries to prevent those complaints, he says.
1: Yes, that's the main reason we can't build more housing and the reason we can't make the roads better or do all the things that people want to do expressly is because there are people who will fight you every step of the way.
0: Last fall, the previous City Council went with a committee's recommendation and approved the library garage plan. Why are we back to square one with a new committee to look into alternatives? It starts with Councilmember Chris Crone, who made the first move to halt the garage plan. He made a motion in the late hours of a March 19 Council meeting. He ultimately withdrew it after failing to get Councilmember Sandy Brown's support on a scheduling detail. Opposition to the project is primarily organized by the Campaign for Sustainable Transportation, a group that aims to get people out of their cars. At the past few City Council meetings, we've heard from dozens of people urging the City Council to address climate change. On Tuesday, we heard from several who did not want a new garage downtown and who wanted to keep the library where it is. Dozens of form letters were emailed to the council in the past few days, urging the subcommittee to halt the garage plan. Here's Susan Nemitz, director of the Santa Cruz Public Libraries, on why she supports forming the subcommittee. We've gotten stuck since the election. Um, The people that left had
1: stronger support for the multi-use. And I think the newer folks um, aren't convinced that the multi-use is the right idea. So I'll support anything that will move us forward in a community dialogue.
0: Here's what else you need to know from Tuesday's city council meeting. You're going to see higher wastewater rates starting in July. If you live in a single-family home, your wastewater rates will increase around $3 to $4 a year for each of the next five years. If you live in an apartment, you'll see an increase of around $3 a year for the same time period. It's to pay for new capital improvement projects for our sewer system that's getting more expensive to maintain as it ages. Also, we saw some drama in Tuesday night's session. Mayor Martine Watkins had to clear the chambers and delay the meeting due to one community member's outburst. The woman, a homeless activist, wanted to speak in support of Councilmember Drew Glover during open public comment. But the mayor closed public comment at the scheduled time, just before the woman's turn to speak. The woman was one of several who came to speak in support of Glover. Last month, in federal court, Glover testified against the city and its handling of the Ross camp. During that hearing, a lawyer from the city attorney's office aggressively questioned Glover about an old misdemeanor drug conviction. That lawyer later apologized for his intrusive and demeaning line of questioning, according to an article by Santa Cruz Sentinel reporter Jessica York. I think you should know that after the mayor cleared the chambers, council members Drew Glover and Chris Crone left the meeting. They didn't take part in the council's deliberation on the wastewater rate increase. They also missed the last part of the meeting when Vice Mayor Justin Cummings changed an earlier motion by Glover, For an upcoming meeting, Glover had scheduled discussion for how certain city laws disproportionately criminalize homeless people. Cummings said that while he supports Glover's idea, the council just has too much on its plate. He delayed that item for a future date. Tuesday was the second time in a month that Glover and Crone have left a council meeting early. Before we go, we have an audio letter to the editor from Santa Cruz local listener, Sean McMurdo.
1: Hi, my name is Sean McMurdo, and my question is why the city council does not use a larger venue when they have meetings with controversial items on the agenda. I've been turned away from two meetings this year. Also, why do they schedule controversial items in the afternoon at indeterminate times, which makes it difficult for working people to attend?
0: I'll just add here that the library garage item, the most controversial item on Tuesday's agenda, was scheduled for the afternoon session. We welcome your audio letters to the editor. Record a 20 second clip on that voice recorder app on your phone and email it to info at santacruzlocal.org. That's it for this episode. For those of you joining us for the first time, Santa Cruz Local is a local news organization co-founded by Stephen Baxter and me, Kara Miber Guzman. We produce podcasts and stories on our local government, housing, homelessness, and other topics you care about. You can find our episodes anywhere you get your podcasts and on our website, santacruzlocal.org. Visit santacruzlocal.org to sign up for our email newsletter and learn more about our company. I'm Cara Guzman. Thanks for listening to Santa Cruz Local. Theme music was by Poddington Bear at soundofpicture.com.